This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Brewers on Tap. Welcome into Brewers on Tap yet again from Maryvale down in Arizona, Brewers Spring Training. This is episode number 36 of Brewers on Tap, the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. Hi again, everybody. Jeff Levering with you, your host of the podcast, and you can get yourself involved each and every week by sending your comments and questions to the Brewers Twitter account at Brewers and using the hashtag Brewers on Tap. Well, everything has been going very well for Craig Council and company down in Maryvale. They were the last team to pick up a loss in Cactus League play, so they've obviously done very well on the field of play. Some outstanding stalwarts starting to really emerge here in the spring and competition very, very big for a couple of different spots out on the playing field for the Brewers. Andy Wilkins with a couple of home runs over the weekend against Oakland and Seattle. Keon Broxton has played very good defense in center field. And how about Yadiel Rivera the last few days? A couple of go-ahead home runs in the ninth inning, one of them a walk-off shot in Maryvale. Certainly the Brewers have a lot to be excited about in the early going of camp. Again, those are just a couple of the highlights that have been going on here in spring training. Craig Council and company very pleased with with what they've been seeing on the field of play, what they've seen from their pitchers so far. Their starting rotation has looked very solid in their first turn through the rotation. And some of the relievers that will be key guys moving forward for the Brewers, they have looked very strong in the beginning part of spring training as well. Got a great episode coming up for you. One of those starting pitchers in that rotation, Taylor Youngman, will join the podcast as well as Assistant General Manager Matt Arnold talking all things Brewers and this new rebuild that the Brewers have been going through. He and David Stearns have put their fingerprints on this team in a big-time way, and he's very pleased with the new talent that has come here to Milwaukee. We'll also hear from the new host of the podcast, that's Lane Grindle. He's the third member of our broadcast team. He'll be taking over the reins of the podcast coming up next week, as well as the blog, Minor Details at mlblogs.com. So it's a jam-packed session of Brewers on Tap this week for episode number 36. So without further ado, let's catch up with the crew this week and chat with Brewers pitcher Taylor Youngman. Let's catch up with the crew. It's time we catch up with the crew this week on Brewers on Tap and we catch up with Taylor Youngman. And Taylor, here we are at spring training and you know, first outing is under your belt, which is a good thing. How are you feeling coming into camp? Uh, you know, arm feels good, body feels good. You know, I'm I'm healthy for the most part, and I'm ready to get started, man. I really am. What was that first outing like for you, getting back into the fire for you? You know, getting getting back into throwing, uh, competing, uh, throwing against guys that aren't your teammates. It's always fun uh, to get back out there. The off season is nice, but 
you know, as it as it wears on, you know, you, you get that itch to want to wanna compete. So it's, it's nice to get back out there. And you can't simulate that in bullpens. I mean, you can throw as much as you want in the offseason. I know you guys take your time getting yourself ready because it's that quote-unquote marathon instead of the sprint. But, you know, facing a hitter for the first time, it, get an extra little boost yeah you can you know you can say hey i got somebody standing in standing in on my bullpen or throw a live bp things like that to to simulate you know what what happens in a game but it's just not the same once you get in the game uh you know all your juices get flowing and and like i said you just compete so i I think it's a it's a huge difference uh, getting in a game you know takeaways from your first major league season you know you've been in the minor leagues for a couple of years in the big leagues for the first time what adjustments and what did you learn from that experience last year I think the biggest thing once you get to the big leagues is staying within yourself, not trying to do too much, uh, trying to make your stuff better. Um, you know, you got there for a reason, and that's because your stuff is good enough to get, get big league guys out. So I think staying within yourself is the biggest thing. New pitching coach this year with Derek Johnson. Have you gotten to know him a little bit? I have. I have. You know, everything I'd heard uh, before I met him was all good things. Uh, I know a few guys back in Austin that I'd played with, uh, coaches, guys like that that have, that have worked with him before and everybody had good things to say and you know he's, he's been good so far and I think he's getting to know all of us and uh, you know how we how we learn and and how he, he should teach us it's uh, kind of trial by fire I mean he hasn't seen a lot of you guys except for video did he make phone calls once he got the job and say hey I need to get to know these guys before I see them yeah he uh, I mean I, I don't know as far as other guys I know he reached out to me uh, in the off season. And, uh, you know, we talked for a while and just kind of got to know each other a little bit and, you know, what we wanted to work on and, and things like that. What is the biggest thing you need to do from last year to improve on this year? I think it's just being more consistent. Um, you know, early on in the season, uh, when I got called up, I was throwing well. I was being – I was really consistent with all my pitches. And then towards the end of the year, um, you know, it just – my mechanics got off a little bit, got out of whack, and I just wasn't consistent at all. I wasn't consistently in the zone throwing strikes. Was some of that fatigue at all, do you think? Uh, you know, it, it could have been. You know, I, I don't like to admit that, but you know, it's it was my first season to uh, to throw into September, so you know that that definitely could have been, um, you know, a little bit uh, a part of it. But like I said, my mechanics got a little out of whack, and you know, if I am fatigued, legs go, everything goes. So uh, a little bit stronger coming in this year, and I have that experience going in September, so it should be good. Catching up with Taylor Youngman here, and there's a lot of new faces in this clubhouse. I'm sure you've heard that a thousand times already, but have you gotten to know everybody yet? No chance. No chance. <laughs> I uh, need to start playing the name game or something. I, I really, uh, you know, I, I've got probably half the names down, um, putting names with faces, but seeing the names on the jerseys and, and, and all that and the lockers and everything's helping out a little bit, so I'm working on it. Are you trying to have people backpedal to you when they're in the clubhouse? Okay, that's such and such. <laughs> you know, I, I try to, you know, get around them, see the back of the jersey, uh, just to make sure I'm getting the name right. Uh, a lot of times I'm guessing. <laughs> well, it seems like this year a lot of people are playing chess. JJ brought in the chess board, and I think we, we've got a lot of chess fans, so a lot of guys that think they know how to play. So we've been we've been uh, kind of experimenting with it, seeing who knows what they're doing. Uh, there's a few guys that are pretty good. Who's the chess champion in there? <clears throat> well, JJ brought the game, so I'm assuming he thinks he can beat everybody. But he thinks he can, but he's not. He's not that guy, not yet. Um, I know Cravey's pretty good. Me and Cravey play a lot. I think we're we're pretty even. Um, I've played with Sean. Nolan a little bit. Um, I don't know who else I play. I played a few guys. There's not there's not anybody that really stands out yet. Still early in spring. We'll find a chess champion, a new Bobby Fisher, if you will, uh, of the Brewers Clubhouse. You know, off season, you get a chance to kind of kick back a little bit. Um, you know, did you binge watch any TV shows? 
Uh, nothing crazy, man. I was I was really busy. I bought a new house in in Austin, and uh, you know, if you have a new house, you you understand the time and <laughs> that it takes to to get that going. So uh, that took up most of my time. A lot of time and a lot of extra dollars in that wallet. Uh, quite a few. <laughs> that's that's home ownership 101. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. And it was a lot of fun though. Well, uh, Taylor, thanks for catching up with us a little bit, and uh, here's to a great spring, all right? Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Taylor Youngman poised to have a great season in 2016 after getting on the map in his first major league season last year. 2016 looks to be even brighter for the young star out of Austin, Texas. Now we break it down this week with the assistant general manager of the Brewers. That's Matt Arnold, who's in his first year as the AGM, coming from the Tampa Bay Rays organization. He's got 15 years of professional baseball experience, not only with the Rays, but the Dodgers, the Rangers, and the Reds as well. He and David Stearns have put together one of the youngest dynamic duos in front office in Major League Baseball. So Matt Arnold breaks it down this week for what's going on with the Milwaukee Brewers. Let's break it down. It's time we break it down this week on Brewers on Tap, and we catch up with the newest assistant general manager of the Milwaukee Brewers, and that's Matt Arnold. Uh, Matt, this is a camp where there's so many different names that are running around, and you're new to the organization, so you're already trying to get to know everybody. Do you have everybody's name down, first and foremost? Um, almost working on it. I think, uh, yeah, getting to know everybody, mainly just the staff, to be honest, and then all the players, getting to know those guys. Um, front office, um, players, everybody just trying to get to know names and faces and uh, still getting there. We'll get there. <laughs> now this is it's part of fun for camp, getting to know everybody and new to the organization, and now games are starting. This is when things start to be determined, and I know we're a long way from opening day on April 4th, but how are you seeing things going so far? Oh, it's been awesome. We're, uh, I think the energy here has been fantastic. I, th I think you can feel it. Um, I've had several players actually come up to me and, and mention that directly. Um, there's a, you know, there's a really good vibe going on here. So yeah, we're really, we're really excited about it. Coming from the Tampa Bay Rays organization, where you know it's a, a small market team and trying to do things with a limited budget, and you come here to Milwaukee trying to do similar types of situations. You see similarities with the system that Tampa Bay built, that you built, and what we've got going on here in Milwaukee. Definitely, yeah. I mean, there's certainly a lot of things in common, um, which is a part of part of the reason that, that excited me about coming over here and um, and taking on that kind of challenge. I've kind of been through some of these these battles uh, in the past and had some some good battles with the the, the big dogs, you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox, and uh, I enjoy that. So we're looking forward to that. But yeah, a lot of a lot of good things in place right now, and just trying to do our best to build on that. Well, now you get to battle with the Cardinals and the Cubs and the Pirates and Cincinnati's. They're going through a similar situation that we're going through right now. Um, but th it's not an easy division. And I know you're trying to focus on what you do here in Milwaukee, but you have to kind of keep an eye on what's going on in the division, too. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And they have a lot of really good, really good things in place there. They also have a lot of really good people. And so, um, you know, that's certainly a challenge that I think we're um, we're ready for. I think there are a lot of, a lot of different ways to, to slice it up, and they have a lot of smart people over there. So um, we're going to have to do our best to keep up with those guys. But I think we're, you know, we got our nose to the grindstone, and we're getting after it. So Matt Arnold is our guest here on the podcast, and Matt, you're starting to get to know the not only the coaching staff that's on the field, the executive office, but you're in charge of a lot of scouts too. So you're starting to get to know what these guys do, their evaluation process. Have you taken things that you've done and trying to teach these scouts, or you just kind of let them go and say, all right, guys, just show me what you got? 
Right now, um, you know, it's really a learning process for me. Uh, I think to, to some degree for them, I think right now we're just kind of getting to know each other. And, and honestly, for many of these guys, I've actually worked with them, uh, either with past organizations or I've actually run across them out in the field for, for a number of years. So I, I've, I'm familiar with actually quite a few of the guys we already have on our staff. And we have a really, really good staff already in place. So it's, it's exciting to come on and be part of that. It feels like this, and everybody talked about the analytics side of things with David Stearns and yourself coming in, and that, that's kind of the the wave of the future in baseball. But it feels like you guys trust your scouts a lot more than than the the Astros, so to speak, because they are plug a guy into a computer, see what pops out. You guys trust your scouts. Absolutely, yeah. It's a it's a huge part of what we do. I mean, there's certainly a lot of science I think that we deal with, but there's also a ton of art. Um, and there certainly is no magic formula. If, if anybody has that, let me know. But, uh, and we're working on that as well. But, <laughs> but we, you know, the, the, the reality is that, you know, there's, there's so much in this game that you can't quantify. And so a lot of that comes to the, to the expertise, the wisdom, uh, the experience of our, of our scouts. And they do a really, really good job with that. You're working with David Stearns. He brought you in as your assistant. Uh, you're the assistant to David. I mean, you're older than him, but it doesn't really matter. Tell me about your relationship with David and how this all came about. It's awesome. We, we worked, uh, you know, sort of uh, across from each other for a number of years, um, uh, had interacted a number of times sort of throughout different uh, transactions, kind of throughout the years, and met each other at meetings. Um, and, you know, this this opportunity opened up, and it's been, it's been great. Our, our relationship is uh, has been awesome. I mean, I, I couldn't even begin to, uh, to, to put it into words. It's really been a lot of fun. So working with him and the energy that, that he comes with, the experience that he comes with, um, you know, I think we're, we're both relatively young, but we're still excited and still learning. So it's been a lot of fun. Were there any trades that you guys were a part of that you had to work with each other on? We would, we, we had gone back and forth a number of different times. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know if we ever really pull anything off. I'd have to go back. We've made a lot of different transactions <laughs> over the years, but, but yeah, we certainly, uh, uh, looked at it and it's fun to now be under the same hood and kind of see what kind of lens he was looking through and, and I'm learning through a lot through that. And you see the moves and you're front and center with all the moves that the Brewers have made here. Um, it seems like you guys have really brought in a lot of athleticism with this organization. And not to say that the Brewers didn't have a lot in years past, but you can see a definite type of athlete that you guys are trying to bring and cultivate up to Milwaukee. Yeah, it certainly is a big part of, of, uh, of the game. I mean, one of the big things I think that, that we focused on, uh, you know, in Tampa Bay, if you look at the teams over the years, was athleticism. And so you'll probably see a little bit of that kind of creep in over here. And, and obviously there's a lot of different ways to get the value, but it always helps when you're a pretty good athlete. So never a bad thing if you can if you can swing it you can pitch it and go and get it you know we've been really impressed with Keon Broxton and just his athleticism you know for lack of a better word the guy's rangy and he just goes and gets it in center field that's the type of excitement that I think fans are really going to look forward to in Milwaukee right yeah it's 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 fun to watch him run you know if nothing else you know he uh he really is explosive on the base pass and explosive in the outfield and he's got really good bat speed and and big power and so you know he's got every ingredient to be to be uh to be a really good player so we're certainly excited to have him i know you got a lot of stuff going on matt uh really enjoyed the time here on brewers on tap and uh continued success here what's going on in spring you guys have built a a fantastic system so far and, and kudos on that thank you jeff i appreciate it You just heard from Matt Arnold, the Brewers' assistant general manager, and he is certainly putting his fingerprints on this organization with general manager David Stearns. And 
You're already seeing the fruits of that labor come to fruition with an outstanding spring training to this point. So now we chat as we finish up this edition of Brewers on Tap. We chat with the new host, the guy who's going to be taking over the podcast and also the Minor Details blog, and that's Lane Grindle. He's going to be joining the Brewers broadcast team as the number three guy. And uh, Lane, first and foremost, congratulations on getting this job. It's a tremendous accomplishment, and I know you're just chomping at the bit to get going. I'm really excited. Uh, baseball's been a love of mine for a long time, and I'm, I'm ready to call some games, but I'm also excited about the podcast. I'm excited about the blog, and just getting my arms around this organization all together is going to be a lot of fun. Tell me how this process has gone for you. I know it's gone kind of lightning quick, too, but you know, have you been able to kind of wrap your head around what's happened the last month? It's been crazy. You're right. It, it all happened really fast. There were times in the middle of the process where I know my wife didn't feel like it was moving fast because she was looking for answers, and I said, look, this is moving very fast uh, for one of these jobs. And it was, it was a fun experience. It really was. But at the same time, there was there was a lot of transition that that is involved in all of this that has been a little bit chaotic uh, behind the scenes. But um, everything's good. We got it all taken care of. We're we're trying to get a house sold, get a house bought, um, and I'm trying to get ready to call baseball. It's I really wouldn't have it any other way. My family's excited about this. They're excited to be a part of the Brewers family, and that's really what we learned through this process, maybe more than anything, Jeff, was that this is a family. It's a very family-friendly organization, and we wanted to be a part of something like that. Elaine, you're coming from the college game, the University of Nebraska out in Lincoln. You've been calling baseball games there for just about 10 years now. Um, Now you're jumping into the pro baseball ranks. It's a little different transition. It is a different transition. I was able to, to sit uh, at Maryvale and, and, and watch a game this week and, and you know, of course, be a part of some of the broadcasts as well. And it is different. You know, those sharply hit ground balls to the corner, uh, those aren't getting through anymore. Those are getting picked a lot of times. And, uh, you know, you're not, you're not dealing with as many walks and just a little bit better flow to the game probably than, than you have at the college game. And also, at the college game, there's a lot of bunting that that takes place. And I think that confuses some people because they think, well, you have these aluminum bats. Why are you bunting? But at the same time, you don't have guys that are on the field every day all day. And so some of those corner infield spots, they're not as good defensively as what you obviously see at this level. So there's also also a chance that even if you're trying to put down a sacrifice, you might find yourself on first base. It's a little bit more rare at this level. So uh, there are some differences, certainly. But as I've told a couple of people, you know, when we've talked about this transition, this isn't like I'm calling Arena League football and I'm going to the NFL. It's still baseball. There are some differences. The speed of the game is certainly going to be a little bit faster, but I'm ready for it and I'm excited about it. You also had an opportunity to work with the football team a little bit, the Nebraska basketball team. You were doing a little bit of everything in Nebraska. Yeah, I was kind of a utility man, so to speak, in baseball terms, and and I liked that. It kept me involved in all the different sports. I was able to meet a lot of great people through that process. Uh, I was a sideline reporter for our radio broadcast on football since 2007, and I also hosted pre- and post-game shows for them. Then last year, with three days before the opener, they called me and said, we need you to be the PA guy for home games this year. And I said, okay, well, let's do it. And I hadn't done that since high school, and obviously the high school games I was doing PA for were a little different than the 90,000 fans and situation at Memorial Stadium. But uh, I've prided myself on, on, on being a guy that uh, – can can adjust on the fly and can learn on the fly and and I think that was one of the things that made me you know a fairly valuable piece at Nebraska and I hope that's what's going to make me valuable with the Brewers as well. Well, you're kind of a utility guy now with the Brewers. I mean, it just fits perfectly for what the role is that uh, you're going to be jumping yourself into. Lane Grindle is uh, joining us here on the podcast. He's going to be taking over the podcast from here on out and. 
you know, Lane, you've you've done radio shows, you've done TV shows, podcast world. Are you excited about getting into this? I am. I did a, a three-hour talk show for five and a half years. It was a nightly talk show on our network back in Nebraska that went statewide. And so I've always had talk radio kind of in my blood. It's something that I created my own show when I was um, just getting out of college in Yankton, South Dakota. And so I, I've always been a guy that's gravitated to that side i haven't done it for quite a few years so i'm kind of excited to get back to that and and i think the podcast is exciting because it's one of those things that you're only limited by your creativity and you can you can really it's like a blank canvas right i get to be bob ross so to speak so uh i'm excited for that i think it's going to be a lot of fun and, and i think that the podcast is exciting too because of the brewers and what's going on right now with the organization with all the new faces with uh, a farm system that has just beefed up tremendously in the last year, there's a lot to learn about this organization. And there's a lot of names that you're going to want to know about now because you're going to be hearing about them in two or three years. And I think the podcast and the blog are going to be really good resources for the fans with that in mind. We're going to make a little happy podcast here uh, going on your Bob Ross little lingo there, happy little clouds and happy little trees. Uh, One thing I can tell you firsthand is that doing the podcast last year as my first year in the major leagues and first year with the Brewers, uh, it was tremendous for me to get an opportunity to do this and the blog because it allowed me and kind of forced me to get to know everybody. I know you're looking forward to that too, because you're going to be talking to these guys and you're going to be making trips down to maybe Biloxi or Brevard County. And throughout the course of the season, you're going to be seeing these guys before anybody in the major leagues is, and you're going to be their eyes. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to see these guys. That's what spring training has been fun is to see guys like Gadiel Rivera, who, you know, is actually making a push to maybe make the club this year, but uh, guys like that, that over the last couple of years people have been hearing about. And so I, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to be able to get my eyes on some of these guys, see them, whether they're at A, AA, AAA, and then report back to the fans on, on what we're going to see. Plus, it's a chance for me to get to know some of these guys before they even get to Miller Park, which is exciting, too, because that's part of what we do. We want to get to know these guys. We want to know some of their backstory. And this is going to be a chance for me to fill in some of those blanks early on. Well, Lane, we're really looking forward to it. I know you're going to do a great job in this role. I'm looking forward to calling games with you. It's going to be a lot of fun when uh, Bob ends up not traveling a couple games. Uh, Lane is going to be doing those games on the radio with me and uh, just a great fit for this organization. So we're very, very happy to have you and your family as well. Well, my family and I are thrilled. This is a a tremendous opportunity for us, but like I said, it also felt like the right fit, and we wanted to make sure that was the case if we were going to leave a place that we loved as much as Lincoln and, and the Brewers really hit a home run in every regard of what we were looking for. Lane, it's going to be a blast. Here's a great 2016. Looking forward to it, Jeff. Tweet this. Let's check in on social media. Last week we shared Will Smith's Mom Joke Mondays and the Twitter craze that has been going on recently is the Brett Phillips laughing attack where he can't keep himself composed and then sounds a little bit like a yard goat, part pterodactyl, and just trying to figure out what that laugh is. So he's been sidelined a little bit with a strained oblique. He's kind of day-to-day and hopes to get back on the field here very soon. But while he is recuperating from that slight injury, he went to the stands a couple of days ago against the San Diego Padres to see if anybody in the crowd actually knew who Brett Phillips was. Yeah, have you seen that uh, Phillips kid black? No. Oh. I say we go get some other people. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> We're going to Milwaukee, and we just saw you laughing, and it made me laugh, and I could not stop laughing. It's, so. a, it's a little out of control. <laughs> yeah. Did you see it on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. 
uh, Fred Phillips's? No? You haven't seen uh, his crazy laugh anywhere? Not on the end, no? Have you? I have. Yeah. 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 Can you do it, Ross? Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Phillips, have you heard his laugh? No. <laughs> you know who he is? Nope. Have you seen, I was like, that Phillips kid's laugh? Yes! Oh, is it? I and it's you! Oh, it's, it's you! Oh my god! I love those bad jokes because I'm a mom. Yeah. And, you know, I did silly things with my kids, and I thought that was just the cutest thing. <laughs> I can't believe it! <laughs> We're going to call the tension. What's up, buddy? High five! Ow! We know who you are. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I had to laugh, man. I heard him talking before I even sat down. Have you uh, seen that gold guy's laugh on, like, the internet? Do you know Bruffalo? Have you seen that crazy dude's laugh on the brewers? If you haven't seen it, that breath folks yet? God, dude, it's so funny. Yeah, I'll just see what's up. See you guys, yeah. It's super awkward. <laughs> Have you guys seen that, that kid, that breath folks guy? Yeah. You know what breath folks is? No. So now the boys want to know who you are. I'm breath folks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's what's on tap with the Brewers. Here's what's on tap for the Brewers, and as spring training continues in the Cactus League, the Brewers have been playing very good baseball, but opening day right around the corner. It's April the 4th at Miller Park against the San Francisco Giants, and the only way that you can guarantee your spot at opening day for free, it's with a 10-pack, the Fans' Choice 10-pack. You can customize your ticket plan by selecting the 10 games that work best for you. Plus, you'll get opening day as your free 11th game. You can pick all 10 games right now. You can pick some now. You can pick some later. Or you can even receive a ticket voucher for all 10 games and redeem them throughout the course of the season. Plus, with the Brewers' flexible 10-pack exchange policy, you have the freedom to trade out games during the season. So if your schedule ever changes, it's easy to swap out tickets for a new game. What's better than that? Well, how about the price? Starting at just $16 a game, you'll save up to 35% off the single-game ticket price. Call 414-902-HITS or visit brewers.com slash 10-packs. Well, that's going to do it this week for Brewers on Tap. Episode number 36, thanks to our great guests this week, Taylor Youngman, Assistant General Manager Matt Arnold, and the newest member of the broadcast team, Lane Grindle, who will be your new host of this podcast moving forward. It's been a blast to bring in Brewers on Tap for the first 36 podcasts, but Lane's going to do a great job moving forward. So for the final time here on Brewers on Tap, my name is Jeff Levering. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 